put them in the air. Love Talk Radio. You gotta put it down. I can't have it in the background. The Cannon Baby coming with the heat. Got Indie Fire playing in my speakers. Nakira the host, girl in motion, all the way in, airway smoking. You can call in if the phone lines open. Rock is hot like we're cooking a roast. Indie fire to go, don't ask who the competition is, cause they're standing alone. Topic, when you listening here, you always get what you want. Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter, this is Indie Fire. Blazing on yourself, tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah, holy moly, this day got Nakia in my sleepers. Girl in motion, get on your feet. Indie fire, blazing, please keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat the week. Cannon, baby, super speed. We keep it turning to the sea. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out, cause it's too high. Indie fire. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, sweetie. 
And then I have uh, Faith DeClerc. I hope I'm saying your name right. Faith DeClerc. Um, she is in, well, she didn't say where she's from, but she said her Monday is good as well. She's on vacation this week. Everybody taking vacation this week? And I got to work? What? Well, she said her Monday is good because she's on vacation. We'll have a, a great vacation, and I hope the remainder of your week goes well for you while you're on vacation. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, sweetheart. And then I also have a Ashley Jacob uh, in Houston, Texas. I got all the females today. Uh, and she says that her week is going to go well because uh, she's getting married this weekend. Okay. Well, congratulations. Let me say that in advance. You sure that's what you want to do, Mama? Um, <laughs> think, think that thing through, girl. Think it through, Grand. Make sure you send me a picture, all right? Send me a picture. Uh, and congratulations to the Mr. as well. Uh, and happy happy Thanksgiving to you. All right? So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for tapping in and letting me know how your Monday went and your week is going going, going to go, as well as your Thanksgiving uh, and your weekend for that uh, couple that's getting married. Uh, you can always uh, send us a message, 646-475-3225, if you want to get your baby shout-out in. Uh, here on Indie Fire. Okay, I got a special announcement. Remember, we had uh, Cannon Ross on at the beginning of the month. He was dropping that brand new album, My Mama's Keeper. Yeah, well, guess what? That album has dropped. And Cannon is here to let you know that that album has dropped. Cannon. Yeah, what's good? What's good? How you been? I've been great. Since the album dropped, I've been great. Everything is on the ups right now. Yeah, you know what? It was I, I I requested something special from you, and I got it. Shout out to Tina for getting that to me. And it wasn't until the intro played that I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to switch out. Yeah, so we're going to get that done after the show so we make sure that it's no longer skipping like it's skipping. But um, let everybody know where they can get this new album. You know, you can get this new album, Canon, My Mother's, My Mama's Keeper. It's everywhere. It's on Amazon, Apple Music, um, Spotify, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. It's everywhere, literally everywhere. It's Amazon literally music. everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Pandora, everywhere. It's Pandora. You yeah. sound very excited. How how's it doing? Have you been able to look at any numbers thus far and see how's it doing? I'm a I'm not really a numbers guy straight off, so I'm gonna just let it build yeah, up. I haven't looked at the numbers yet. We still pushing. We still got a lot more promotion to do. Um, so I'm just waiting on that to get done, and then I'll look at it in about a month. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. What what's your you know? Do you have any anticipations for? the album. I know we talked about it when you were on the show, um, and we know, uh, you know, uh, what the album was all about, but are you anticipating any anything major behind the album at all? Oh, definitely. Um, I wasn't really anticipating anything, um, but so many people just been waiting on it, and I finally was able to deliver it. That just has me happy, and 
I know some people on the line right now, some people just um, they just waiting on some other things to go down, and my phone will be ringing really soon. I already had somebody contacting me about some things as well, so, you know, it's all good right now. Everything is great. And then visuals, they can check the visuals out. I know several songs have visuals, correct? Where can they check those out yes. at? Y'all have, y'all have to go to my YouTube, YouTube, Cannon Ross. Uh, we just dropped a brand-new video last week called Two Time, and that's that's doing numbers right now. Um, so Cannon Ross on YouTube, all the videos are there. All of them popping off right now as well. All right, guys. My Mama's Keeper is out, available everywhere, literally everywhere. All right, make sure that you go and check it out. Music is in rotation here on Indie Fire, and you can always hear that intro music right here on Indie Fire. <laughs> That's Canna Ross, all right? Thank you so much for stopping by and uh, letting us know that that album is out. Guys, make sure that you go and check it out, all right? Much love to you, Canna Ross, and we will be talking to you very, very, very soon, all right? I appreciate you. Keep it hot and defy you. Let's go. Always, always. All right, guys, I'm super excited to have my guest here with me this evening. No shows for the remainder of this week. You know, it's Thanksgiving. We will be traveling, uh, but we'll be back on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Ivy Moon, R&B singer. And then on Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Southern Soul Artist, Ms. Corey. So make sure if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. My guest this evening and I go back, way back. I'm talking, I don't know, 14, 15 years, maybe 13, 14. It's been a minute. We go way back. All right. 31-year-old hip-hop artist and Pittsburgh PA native rap star, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam, is blessing the world with his positive lyrics. He plans to bring back the essence of lyricism, storytelling, and knowledge of historical events with the messages in his music. Like a college professor, he opens the enlightenment and self-esteem within the black and brown communities. Having a mother who worked on the news side of Pittsburgh's radio WAMO for 10 to 14 years, Rapstar grew up learning the ins and outs of the music business and radio. His love for hip-hop as an artist began when he was nine years old. He recalls a time when he bought his first CD, the 8-mile soundtrack by Eminem, which was very instrumental in his career. To several of legendary artists such as Eminem, 50 Cent, G-Unit, LL Cool J, Tupac, Lil' Kim, Nas, DMX, and KRS-One as some of his influences growing up. He compares his style of lyrical content to the era of 1990s and early 2000s hip-hop. You can find his songs on iTunes, iHeart, and YouTube, etc. Follow him on Twitter at Rapstar412 or like his Facebook music page, Rapstar, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam. Follow his Instagram at It's Rap to the Star, his TikTok, It's Rap to the Star, and his YouTube channel, Rap Star, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam 412. In the words of a fan, Rap Star is real hip-hop, 
And once you listen to his music, you will strongly agree. Now, this is just a portion of his eloquently written bio. Head over to the website, www.indiefireradio.com, to read his bio in its entirety. Indie Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, somebody who's really like family to me, <laughs> hip-hop artist, storyteller, and lyricist, the rap star, a.k.a. Hurricane yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like What's that. Good? I like that. What's popping in What's oh, man? Good? It's been a, What's good? Been a minute. Indie fire. What's popping? Been a long ass minute. How you been, fam? How you been? Oh man, everything. Good my way, you know, I'm doing a lot of things right now. I'm a busy, I'm a busy fever. I'm working, baby, I'm working. That's all I do. Let me just say, look, let me just say publicly, I want to say congratulations to you. Um, I know that it's been a year now that you're celebrating uh, being married. <laughs> so let yeah. me just say congratulations <laughs> to you and your beautiful bride, um, beautiful Beautiful, beautiful bride. Uh, so congratulations to you. And I want to say thank you for being here with me this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you're here with me and my listening audience, giving so freely of yourself and your time. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I just, you know, it's been a minute. So, like, it's, this is home. You know what I'm saying? This is home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Because we go way back. We got history. Mm-hmm. We go way back, mm-hmm. you know, and we talked before the show just a little bit. Um, something that's so important to me is to be able to see growth in an artist. Any guest of mine that I have on the show that I've, you know, had previously, maybe, you know, four years ago, three years ago, or just to see growth in their music, see growth in them as an artist, as an author, as an entrepreneur. But somebody that I've known, you know, over a decade, just to watch them grow as an individual, and then watch their music grow as well. You know what I'm saying? That just speaks volumes. And like I said, reading your bio, just to see all the accolades that you have up under you, all that you've accomplished over the years, all that your music has done, you know what I'm saying? The magazine covers, the magazine features, the shows, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I just think that's my proud mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm really proud of all that you've been able to accomplish because I remember a time where there was a struggle. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that the struggle still isn't there, but I remember when there really was a struggle. And now to see that you have, you know, so many obstacles have been moved out of your way and you're, you're excelling, you're in a lane and you're doing so well, I'm just really proud, really proud. Thanks. Thank you. I, I just got to give it up to all of my influences. I tell people all the time when they ask me, you know, <clears throat> I literally got, like, my, my family members, like, cousins calling me and they're like, yo, you're everywhere, yo. You doing this, you doing that. I got to give it up to all of my influences because what I do is, even back then when you first met me, what I was doing was listening to interviews of my favorite artists like M, like 50, like G-Unit, you know, DMX. You know, I would listen to their interviews, and I would see how to conduct myself during the interview. 
Um, I would see all the businesses that they was doing. I would collect Vibe magazine, Source magazine, Double um, XL, and I would see the magazine covers on that. And I'm like, yo, I got to get myself on one of them. And now, right now, I got six magazines under me. I just bought one for my collection. It's coming, actually, I think it's coming tomorrow. And it's my sixth magazine cover. So I had, so far, my first one was back in 2016, I believe. It was Coast to Coast Mixtapes Magazine. And then the second was um, Hot Double X Magazine. That's a Pittsburgh magazine. Shout out to uh, Terry Jackson. Today's actually her birthday. Happy birthday to you, Ma. Happy birthday. Um, the third one. Oh, yeah. The third one was um, Vero G Spotlight Magazine. That was my third one. Um, my fourth one was, let me see, let me see, let me see. My fourth one was, uh, what's it called? Um, International Music Magazine. And my fifth one is called um, Spit Entertainment. And my sixth magazine cover is called We Ain't a label we the network um magazine so that's six right now that i got so far and there's other magazine covers that magazine uh publications that's reaching out to me because you know that's what i do this is part of my publication so every time i'm on radio stations every time you see me on magazine covers this is what my favorite artists do so all i'm just doing is following the footsteps of my favorite artists that's no better learning than you know hip hop 101 and learning about the business other than studying the people that you can go. And that's that's a great piece of advice um, right there for, you know, an aspiring artist who may be listening right now. Um, it's no better way to learn the industry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people always ask me, you're such a natural. Like, when did you realize that that's what you wanted to do? You know what I'm saying? Listening to to others, you know, watching journalists. You know, I have a friend who is actually a newscaster and an Emmy award-winning newscaster, and he always gives me pointers and gives me tips and things that I think are stupid. You know what I'm saying? But who am I to tell right. him? You're the, you got the Emmy. You know what I mean? But, right. you know, that's the way. That's the way. If you found your niche, that's the way for you to evolve, you know? So right. um, take that information and, and soak it all in. But that is so right. Just watching interviews and you want to be on magazine covers, watch what they do, you know? Emulate what they right. do. That is, that's great information right there. Somebody better grab onto that gym right. and soak it in. You know, he's dropping them, so soak it in. <laughs> Yeah, because that's, that's what I do. Like I said, that's what I do when I, like, even the radio personalities, like, I'm influenced by the radio personalities. Like, I yes. enjoy watching yes. uh, Angie Martinez. Angie Martinez is, like, mm-hmm. one of the favorite people I like to watch as far as, like, the music uh, interviews, like, as far as, like, you know, the publication. So I grew up on Hot 97, you know? So when right, I, my favorite right. interviews is had, like, right. 50 Cent in the G-Unit with Hot 97. My favorite interviews is, you know, to, uh, Angie Martinez when she um, interviewed Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Just recently she interviewed um, Snoop Dogg when he was talking about the Death Row versus Bad Boy, you know, uh, mm-hmm. showdown. 
So a lot of these things, like when I go into like the publications and I, I big up everybody, I support everybody. Like if you got merchandise, I will buy it. I would rock it, uh, do a professional photo shoot, and it might be on the next magazine cover that I have. You know, so like I support everybody because I feel like, you know, this is all a, a collective. This is community. So I look at all the artists coming up and I say, look, we the new M's, we the new 50s, we the new DMX's, right. we the new Big's, the new J's, the new Pops. Uh, publications, as far as magazines, yo, we the new Hot, uh, I mean, we the new Double um, XL, we the new Vibe, we the new Source Magazine, uh, Radio, we're the new Hot 97, Power, you know, we're the next generation coming up. So, being that we are the next generation coming up, we got to help each other out. There's a lot of artists that go on these publications and they feel like you know, they're supposed to be handed the silver spoon and get treated like royalty. Yeah, that's cool, mm. but what are you doing for that publication for them to thrive? You know what I'm saying? Are you right. out there supporting right. them? Are you out there sharing shit? Are you out there, you know, if they got merchandise, are you rocking it? Because damn near every publication that I have, if they have, you know, um, uh, uh, some type of merchandise, like a shirt or something, I'll buy that motherfucker. You know, just last year. That's what year. it's all about. Was it last year? It is. Two years ago, I was I, I had my first radio interview, like a real interview. Like I actually took a flight down to Florida. Me and my um wife, fiance at the time, and um, this was during COVID. So first class tickets was like five hundred dollars, you know, each. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the job that I was um at that I work at right now, they was giving us like bonuses and, and, and a large sums of money every time we come into work because at that time, you know, COVID was at high risk. And not only that, right. you know, the government's getting stimulus checks. So what I did was mm-hmm. I took that money and I said, fuck it, I'm going to do something so I can push my music career forward. So I bought two first-class tickets to um, Orlando, Florida, and I did my first radio, pers- like my personal interview with me actually being in the studio with a radio station called Peace on the Streets Radio. Shout out to Mimi Mala and Prince of the South and the whole Stewart's management. And I debuted my song Power to My People. Um, I debuted my song 90s Baby. And they showed me so much love to where uh, my fans that I have showed them love, like on Twitter. So I get their merchandise and I rock it. And I rock it as much as I can. Um, Away from music, I'm also in the fashion. If anybody has a chance to go to my TikTok, it's Rap to the Star. I wear classic hip-hop clothes. So what I yes, do is I'll yes. have, um, what I do is I'll get, I'll have custom-made shirts. Now, I don't have them custom-made. Yes. I buy them like that. So let's say one of my favorites is I actually have the same jersey that Snoop Dogg had in his Gin and Juice video. That's the Pittsburgh uh, Penguin, and they got Gin and Juice on the back. I got that. So what I'll do is Snoop Dogg's birthday just just passed. So say happy birthday to him. I'll take a couple pictures wearing my Snoop Dogg shirt and uh, play Vato on there and have, like, different um, graphic designs. Um, I'm a 90s baby, so I have a jersey that got all the Rugrat shirts, like all the Rugrat characters on my jersey. Post pictures on that and play the Maya and um, Blackstreet take, uh, take me there. And that shit had about, like, 2,000K. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll post up. Um, I had a um, a shout-out to the G-Unit. 
the G Unit promotion. G Unit promotion shouted me out. I'm on YouTube one day just scrolling, and all of a sudden I see this uh, comment that um, one of the G Unit promotions got, and they said, Who still rocks G Unit today? And I'm like, Shoot. <laughs> Y'all should look in my closet, son. And they was like, Well, show me what you got. And I took pictures. I had like uh, a sweater that got 50 Cent's first mixtape with the G Unit. 50 Cent is the future. And it's a 3D shirt that has the album cover on it, so pictures of that. Um, I have the same jacket that Louis Banks got that he rocked in 2004. Um, I got a 3D shirt of the Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack um, album cover. And I'll just keep doing that. You know, I got fur coats. I got a tiger fur coat. I wear a tiger striped angle, too. That's that LL in me. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, yes. So, Yes. Away from hip hop, I'm in the fashion too. That's why Little Kim heavy on is it. one of my influences. Yes. Mm-hmm. So away from hip hop, like look, like I said, Little Kim is one of my influences. So away from her rapping because I I always been a Little Kim fan, you know. Um, but she's also known for fashion. I want to be the male version of Little Kim with the fashion. There's guys and women hit me up in my inbox, yo. What does the inside of your closet look like, bro? Because I've been wearing some exclusive. I'll be playing. I just, I just left. I just left work. I just left work just now. As long as I know you, you've been this way, though. But as long as I know you, you've been this way. Uh huh. It never. It so changed. I, I be telling. That's one thing that people who know me personally, they say, "Yo, Cam." He really don't go with what everybody else is doing. He does what he does on his own. And mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, what I do on my own, like, I've always been like this. I haven't changed for anybody. Like, you can go back even high school days. I've been this way. Ain't nothing changed. I just got older, you know. So within my music, you know, you'll, you'll get the hip-hop. Like, it's so hip-hop. Like, you look at it and you'll be like, yo, this is taking me back to, like, the 90s. This is taking me back the to 90s, yeah. early 2000s. That's, yeah, this is why the majority of my fan base is older than me. <laughs> like, the majority <laughs> of my fan base is literally 10 years older than me. Guilty, 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 guilty. <laughs> but you know what I love about it? You know, you, you have a style that I can honestly mm. say is set apart. You know what I'm saying? So many, So many artists now are... Um, they have etched out that cookie cutter mold. Everybody wants to be like somebody else. Nobody is individual. You know, they, yeah. they have no individual personality. They have no individual style. Everybody just mimics everybody else. But you have a style that's set apart from others. You know, be it the clothes that you wear, be it your sound, you're set apart from others. So that's a positive right there. And it's something that is carried you, from year to year to year. You don't switch up. Do you remember? Do you remember the conversation we had years ago? And the conversation was how versatile artists are now. Yes. How yes. rappers can sing, <laughs> yes. sing, uh, yes. rappers can sing, and singers can rap. Yes. I saw. I've seen it in the future now because if you look at it, R and B is completely gone. Mhm. R and B is completely gone. You got R and B artists; they don't even consider them R and B. Like Jill Scott, they don't even consider her R and B no more. They say she's neo soul. What the neo hell is soul. a neo soul? Mhm. You know what I'm saying? 
R&B, hip-hop has been so big that it has taken over R&B to the point where most of your R&B artists that, like, started out R&B is now rap now. Chris Brown is completely hip-hop now. So when I be telling people, I said, look, there, I understand there's artists that could be versatile. You could sing and you could rap and everything. But where would it, where is the purity of it? Where can we get just artists, like, like, R&B artists who can just sing and just leave it at that, or just rappers who can rap and just leave it at that. Every once in a while, you just change it up and everything, but when you do that, you also take away of the collectiveness of the people. You don't have people collaborating as much as they used to because you got too many rappers who sing on their own. You got too many singers who rap on their own. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, the style is the same. Everybody want everybody has the same damn style. Everybody look at me and they be like, "Nah, you ain't them." Like, nah, I'm, I I don't wear skinny jeans. I don't have right? dreadlocks. I don't have tattoos on the face. That's just not me. I wear a do rag. I wear a fitted. I wear a big rope chain and Timberland boots and baggy jeans. Why? Because that's what I'm comfortable wearing, and it makes me look good as well. So. You know, the hip-hop, the, the, the industry has changed so much where uh, it's cool for you to bite a person's style. Like, back then, it wasn't cool for you to look or sound like anybody else. Uh, for right. example, back in, like, what, 2004, 2005, remember the artist Gorilla Black? Yeah. He sounded like Biggie, and he looked like Biggie when he rapped. Mm-hmm. Only difference was mm-hmm. he was from the West Coast. Now, at that mm-hmm. time, his music didn't really take off because people was like, why would I listen to you? And I can listen to the latest Biggie Smalls remix Biggie. that came out. Right. Now, all these rappers with the little in front of their name, they're offsprings of Little Wayne. <laughs> all of them. All of them are offspring of Little Wayne. <laughs> Every time you got a rapper that got dreads, Tattoos on their face, skinny jeans. Wayne started all of that. That's why they say Wayne is the greatest rapper alive right now because the people who are rapping right now that you see, they're all of his babies. Before, in the 90s, and the early 2000s, you had baby Tupac because everybody wanted to be the next Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be the next little Wayne. Everybody got the different colored dreads and everything. Like, no, people's afraid to be themselves and rap about mm-hmm. uh, stuff that's right. actually yeah. going on that can help the culture. That's why right. I do music that's dedicated to the black and brown community because there's not a lot of artists that's literally dedicating their music to the black and brown community. I give a fuck. So that's just me. Everything, every time I put the pen and pad down, I'm always thinking, is this song going to stir something up within my people. The first song that I actually released to all social media, I released it on my birthday, February 7th of this year. And it's called Power to My People. Produced by David Metropolis. That song is an anthem. I say it in the song. I say this is an anthem. You know? So when I come up with songs, I want things to be an anthem. All the artists that I grew up listening to, they came up with anthems. I had an um, opportunity to um, meet DMX two years ago before he died. 
that was the greatest thing that I, that was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me is to meet and shake DMX's hand. Mm. My homeboy, shout out to uh, Sweet Liv. He um got me um that connection because he's actually connected with Murder Inc. and and okay. all of them. And he, I'm I'm at work one day and he goes, he's like, yo, I need you to slide through the hood real quick. And I'm like, what's up? And he was like, DMX is in the building. I'm like, oh, shit. I got you. <laughs> Go home real quick. I change. Come back to the hood. Now, remind you, the hood that I'm at is the actual hood that I grew up from. Like, the club that DMX was, was the cat. Like, my Catholic school was literally two blocks down. I'm outside of the club. I'm waiting for my man to get here. There's about, like, 30 to 40 rough rounds on quads up and down the street. And I'm standing outside a club. Four guys, Ryder Jackson, and X follow. I'm like, yo, that's X. I go and I spin, I spin my hand. Big fan. Now there was a bike. Like, a bike. And I'm like. Hey, there's the bike. No way, I just thought that was your bike. Was hey, cool. So this, going to the club and the VIP. You the man from outside, right? Yeah. I <laughs> mean. Artist, it feels like their level of like tap talent to say, you know what? I know I got to do better. I felt the same for the first time. I took a picture with him. I told him to his face. I said, that battle with Nelly. I ain't even trying to hear nobody say that. You won that battle. First <laughs> So like an instinct commercial. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Um almost met I almost met fifty cent and it way cause all all I would have had to do M M J and I can Me up with DMX, like the me battle, and we're doing our set, and me and him do the set, and he and did his songs that he did was the our rule songs that was different fifty change. The crowd, like, Rrr. you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and usually what I do, when I throw it on a fire, that's what I do. And then a couple of 
once he heard that, like, <laughs> so we go off that we chop it up. We, I'm, I'm a big D in the thing. He, of course, we opposite, but me and him, because we had love for the stuff that we, we, we and Henry Twins, but he don't like me because of who his connections with. Me, I don't like him because he's my next I'm at, I'm at the club. So, at that point, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and 50 finally comes in. Now, my homie had a dude uh, that was managing that club. He was going to tell that homie that he was there. That homie actually kind of like jerked me around. You know, he didn't. He was there. He was there. Shit, I go to him and he's security guard right there to see if he's going to let you see pictures. Security guard's about like <laughs> six foot five, looking like fucking uh, Colossus from the X-Men with an bulletproof vest. You think I'm going to go up to him and ask this man, yo, can you okay. let me see pictures right Right, right. <laughs> so, son played me. Son played me. <laughs> six feet away. from so I'm Son played me. Like, that was some fuck shit. But he played me. <laughs> and right at that moment, I get a phone call from one of my cousins, and they told me that one of my little cousins just got killed. Oh, no. So, at that time, I didn't even, I wasn't even in the mood to even try to go see, you know, the person who literally, I gave my nuts by as far as hip-hop is concerned. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't right. for M, if it wasn't for 50, I wouldn't be doing this. So my little cousin got killed. So I had no choice but to go home and, 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 and see what was up. So that was a hurt piece for me. But I, I tell myself, I said, yo, I'm going to see him again, and it's going to be on my own terms. Once I'm ready and the shit's right, I said, I'm going to meet him. When, I don't know if nobody knows, but when you're an artist and Max, before he died, they rock him. Racing Rock Kim and he, because this is the dude that he really, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, people mm-hmm. been calling me Little 50 Cent since I was like 12, 13. People calling me saying I look like Louis Banks. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. when you associate, yeah, everybody, every, yes, I look, I kind of resemble Lloyd Banks. Other people say I look like Brian Pumper, too, only because of the muscles, and he looked like a bulky Louis Banks. But, yeah, people, since I was, like, 12, 13, people was telling me that I resemble those things. So when you're in that company, of course, like, that, all of that energy and everything that's in you is, like, yo, I really want to shake these guys' hands and, like, want to thank them, like, yo, if it wasn't for you, 
I wouldn't be in what I'm doing right now. Right. I did right. another interview like about I did an interview about like let's say five weeks ago, and we was talking about the violence of hip hop, and he was talking about you know um, he asked me a question like as an artist, what influences you? Because all of the artists that I know, they wasn't influenced by another artist. They always were saying they was influenced by the people around, or people around mm-hmm. them, around them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that has a, that has a, that has a part two, but you can't tell me that you didn't have a favorite artist that you didn't be like, yo, I want to be that guy. Exactly. Tupac said it. Tupac said it in a, um, if anybody has a chance to watch um, Beef. It's a documentary. There's like four volumes, but the first volume, Tupac is literally saying, he's like, yo, a lot of us didn't grow up with fathers. Now, I grew up with a father, and my father is actually the reason why I rap right now. Like, when I was a kid, four, five, six years old, imagine in the mid-90s, driving around in the summertime, uh, like 100 degrees, you look down a block and you see heat waves, and you're in your dad's Cadillac, uh, in the past, mm-hmm. you see burning your skin on the leather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he playing cool in the game. He playing cool in the game. He playing Bone Thugs and Harmony. He playing Tupac. Yeah. He playing Big. He playing Buster Rhymes. He playing LL Cool J. He playing Lady of Rage. My dad planted that seed in me. Even till this day, I asked him, and I said, Dad, were you really aware of what you was doing when you was giving me all of this knowledge? And he said, Of course I was. I knew. It's the same thing with history. I'm a big history buff. I graduated um, from um, college 2014 with a bachelor's uh, in history, majoring, um, specializing in African-American, Latino, and uh, American, and Native American history. I mix with all three. So what I do also within my music is I teach these things within my music, and I get what we really need, not what they really need. Because we need people out there. We need MCs out there to speak the truth and be a voice for the people. There's too many MCs out there who, I wouldn't even call them MCs, I call them rappers. There's too many rappers and not enough MCs. You know, so uh, just within my music, I'm a purist. So I'm East Coast. I do West Coast, too. I got a little West Coast in me, too. Uh, I do reggaeton. You know, so... These is everything that's in me that will get people to have self-esteem within them. I want them, to, like, every time I feel bad, I put on the Tupac, um, it's me against the world. That makes me feel better. If I'm feeling down, I also put on um, the Sounds of Blackness. I'll put that yes. on. These are songs that will lift me spiritually and lift my spirit and tell me that everything is going to be okay. Tupac said it. He said, for every dark night, it's a bright day after that. So whatever you're going through, you stick your chest out and you handle it. And that's what I want to do. I want to give the people hope so whatever adversity they're going through, they can listen to my music and say, you know what, it's going to be all right. Also, I also want to, within my music, um, rather people go to go on to college for like two years, four years, and they continue to go further. The same knowledge and the same, like, uh, education that you acquire for continuing that education, I want people to listen to my music and get that same knowledge. Mm -hmm. The same knowledge is out there. You don't got to go to college to acquire uh, the the knowledge. The knowledge is out there. It's just college 
gives you a certified paper for you to do stuff. You get the paper. Like you can read about, you know, um, yeah, you can read about performing surgery and knowing what to do. You just can't physically do it because you don't got the credentials. But by studying right. and everything like that, you probably know more than a doctor. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one so, I, I, I like about um, Cam is, you know, a lot of people are jumping on bandwagons now um, that, you know, they're, they're following so many others. You know, I, I want to be pro-black. I want to be, you know, pro-brown. I want to, you know, it's all about what the ancestors did. And, I, you know, and but the one thing I can say about him, he's talking about, you know, the history and how in all of his music, he's telling a story. And he's always been that way. Yeah. Always. This isn't a bandwagon effect that he's just now jumping on. His music has always told a story. And it's always been in support um, and opening avenues for the black and brown communities. Um, that's what I've always right. loved about him and his music. Um, he's wanting to enlighten um, and boost the self-esteem of the black and brown communities. Um, that's, you know, and, and we need more artists like that, that are actually you know, mm-hmm. putting that positive message in their music, especially for the generations that right. are coming up behind us. You talked a little bit about power mm. to my people, um, and I want to get into that. Um, for those who may just be tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with Nakia and my very special guest this evening, um, someone that is like family to me, hip-hop artist and lyricist, storyteller, rap star, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam, if you want to call in and speak to my guest uh-huh. this evening, the number is 929-477-1320. But if they're just tuning in, just briefly tell them again uh, what Power to My People is about before we play this. Power to My People is an anthem for the black, brown, and indigenous people of America. I'm mixed with all three, so I'm hitting all aspects. Um... I just feel like we we need an anthem and today into like today's time we need an anthem yeah. for ourselves you know the two two I mean we can the party music is good for the escape you know from the harsh realities of the world but we need something to actually call our own and actually call forth so whenever we have some type of um, adversity coming on, we could put on this song and we could say, you know what, everything's going to be all right. We need to come together. Um, There's a lot of people um, that I have discussions with and debates with and arguments with. I'm trying to bring everybody together. There's many different people who have different ideologies of where people started as a whole. Like there was this um, one person in my city, me and her, we always bumped heads because she felt like, the quote-unquote African-Americans were the real indigenous Native Americans of, you know, America. And I'm like, well, yeah, she feels like the original Native Americans are the quote-unquote black and brown. (laughs) I mean, quote-unquote, they're the quote-unquote real Native Americans. And I tell her, I said, well, that's half true and that's half not. Now, a lot of these people really don't 
study all like that. They study only certain things, and they get these informations, right. and they take it rather than studying a lot more. So when I tell her, I say, you got to look at it like this. You got to study Native American ancestors because what, mm-hmm. what people will do is they'll take a picture of people from Africa and take a picture of somebody who's quote-unquote African-American and say, well, they don't look alike, so they can't be us. And they say, well, not every African look alike. And not every African-American look alike either. So you can't really right. say, well, you take this person from Africa and compare them to a quote-unquote African-American and say they don't look alike. First of all, African-Americans is a mixed ethnicity. It's not a pure ethnicity. It's mixed with African, it's mixed with Native American, and it's mixed with some kind of European. The basis is being African. There's a lot of Native Americans that look African but aren't African. Just like I told her, I was like, not all Native Americans look the same. Not every Native American looks like Pocahontas. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you would take the Native Americans from Alaska, like the Inuits. They look nothing like the Native Americans down in Mexico, the Aztecs, Incas, Mayans. They don't look anything like each other. So for somebody to say all African Americans are the indigenous, uh, the real indigenous Native Americans, so y'all telling me that the North Atlantic slave trade never existed? Europeans taking uh, with slavery starting from the Portuguese and the Spanish, where people don't people don't know this. When they think of American slavery, they only think of the English. Uh, the Spanish and the Portuguese been um, colonizing this uh, land 300 years before the English even got here. The Spanish, the Portuguese started the um, first um, uh, ships from the North Atlantic slave trade. The biggest population of black people next to Africa is Brazil. Why do you think that is? They said there was an estimate of 25.5 million Africans um, taken from Africa and got the whole African population down to half. So mm-hmm. what I told her, I said, you're half right. And the reason why I say you're half right is because, again, they don't study everything. They don't know that during the 1800s, they had what you call the um, Indian Removal Act. So what they was doing was anybody who was Native American – if you was Native American, they was taking you and putting you on reservations in Oklahoma and other places. For Native mm-hmm. Americans who look closer to who could pass for black, on the census they put black so they wouldn't have to be on the, uh, going to the reservation. For the Native Americans who could pass for white, they put white on the census because they didn't want to be put on the reservation. So when you have that, they married, you know, the ones who look more black married other black people. And the mixture started going on. So I tell people, I said, all African-Americans have some Native American ancestry, but not all African-Americans are the real Native Americans uh, that they speak of. Because the thing about it with being African-American is being an African-American, their lineage have been stripped away from them. See, it's different over in the Caribbean. In Puerto Rico, Cuba, Dominican Republic, their African traditions have been ingrained within the colonizers. You know, there's still people in Cuba, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic that still practice African uh, rituals every day. Where here in America, uh, no diss to anybody else, but things like Christianity, that's because of slavery. You know what I'm saying? So we adopted and mm-hmm. we, we adapted to the colonizer's religion, and that's what happened. So my Power to My People song is to unite black, brown, and indigenous. 
because we are the same people. We are, we did have the same ancestors. We do have the same struggles. And I want all my people to realize that you look at, just because you look at somebody who speaks Spanish, it doesn't mean that they're not a brother. It's like That's the right. whole Fat Joe thing. It's like the whole Fat Joe thing. People looking at Fat Joe like, oh, he's not allowed to say the word nigga. Why? He's Puerto Rican. He got black in him. You're just looking at him just because he's white skin and he got green eyes. Study and the book, but real books that actually talk about the real events of our people, and we can have a better understanding of who's our brother and who we need to um, look out for, because all of us is in this together. And I hate when I see you know certain black and brown people you know arguing or, or saying this and that. Like, there was, like, this Latin brother. I think he was from Guatemala or something like that. He was a rapper, and he was saying that because he he's in a gang and he's from the West Coast and he was in jail, he would never sign to a black um, label. He would never do songs with black artists. And I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. Hip-hop was created by Jamaicans, African-Americans, and Puerto Ricans. Who the fuck are you going to sign with? Exactly. Who you want to collab with? <laughs> I was like, you, what you want to do, make songs... You can make songs with all your little homies and everything like that, but guess what? It's only going to reach a certain radius. So if you don't have, you know, you would have to get out of the whole jail thing and, and to actually progress. You can't say that you don't want to do records with hip-hop when hip-hop started from black people. That just doesn't make sense. So, None. you know, that's what my power, that's what my song power to my people is, you know, uniting the black, brown, and indigenous. All right, let's get into this. Power to my people. Rap star, you guys yeah. tell me what you think of this. You know, I want to make an anthem. Okay. Like, remember when rappers had anthems? Yeah, I remember. I want to create or recreate that move. Okay. Something like, um, kick that shit. Power to my people. My people got power. Power to my people. My people got power. Power to my people. My people got power. My people got power. The whole world is ours. Uh, power to my people. My people got power. Power to my people. My people got power. Power to my people. My people got power. My people got power. The whole world is ours. Roll call. Boricuas, morenos, nativos. No Chicano, Mexicano, or Latino. You know I do it for my black and brown Amano So let's shout it all the way to the Apollo Power to my people, my people have power Every other day we taking a hate of shower I'm the racist, the hypocrite, the punk is coward We don't die, we multiply by the hour Go ahead, do it again, pump your fist It's time to show these what it is so tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, come in. This straight to never so left handle bad. The revolution will be televised. Why no TV gas? First person narrative. The cameraman just right outside. Come on. Soldiers all information marching in a perfect line. Yeah. My people so extraordinary, so resilient. So resilient. Invented in every sense. 
so, so brilliant. So brilliant. I ain't down with that fuck shit. Uh-uh. You ain't down with that fuck uh-uh. shit. Respect me with a fuck shit. Uh-uh. Salute to the youth of now. Juries are fighting for that justice. No way you can touch this. No way you can hush this. Governments are corrupted. It's the R to the A to the P. SCA to the all time two. We fighting for you. You, you, and you. Power to my people. My people got power. Power to my people. My people got power. The better we fall, the better we fall. You ain't down with the cause, down with the then cause. Go get your hike on. I'm Huey P. Newton with a Pittsburgh fitted on. Afro body, why? I'm way, way, way strong. I'm Josh Yemenese with a bulletproof vest on. This is for my head day, the show, I better day. Strive for greatness, let nothing get in your way. Wanna buy some land, wanna buy the state. This financial growth, homie, your source today. struggle, you know, back then, mm-hmm. 
different things, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you, because I always keep it real with you. He, the music that I heard back in the day, I was just thinking, like, you know, he might make it, he might not make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to support him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my boy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to support him. But, you know, the music now, um, he he's come a long way. Come a long way. Uh, he's come a long way. So power to my people, most definitely. We're keeping this in rotation around here, guys. You know, uh, February, we'll be tailoring this Black History Month. We'll still be playing. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes. Um, 1990s. I want to jump into that. You know, oh, we're yeah. out of time, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to keep going because um, I want to jump Word. into that. Uh, make sure that we give the people that for sure. And somebody sent me a message mm-hmm. and they asked me, they was like, are you here tonight? Yes, I'm here. This is one of those exclusive interviews where, you know, a lot of people don't get the opportunity uh-huh. to just give show and take over my show. They don't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes you have guests that they actually, you need to listen to what the guest is saying um, because the information that they're providing you, the gems that they're dropping, the knowledge, you know, sometimes you just need to sit back. Sometimes I need to um, be attentive to what the guest is saying, because not only is it, you know, information that uh, my listening audience can feed off of, but it's also information that is beneficial to me as well. So, yes, I'm here this evening, but again, it's an exclusive interview this evening that, you know, I've allowed uh, rap star, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam, to just be here and be in the presence um, Mm -hmm. of my company. So, yes, I'm here, all right? But, yes, I want to talk about... Um, 1990s. Let's, let's talk about it. We all know that he has this 1990, early 2000 vibe from the way that he dresses to the way that he sounds. Um, but let's let's talk about um, 1990s and what what went into the creative you know process what? behind you know creating this track. What happened? What happened was usually like I have different processes of how like I write songs. Like it's never the same. It just depends on the mood. So sometimes what I'll do is sometimes I'll write and it doesn't have a particular beat to it and I'll just write. And if I find a beat later, I'll write the lyrics uh, to fit the beat. Or if mm-hmm. I have a beat uh, that I'm really feeling and, you know, sometimes when you feel that music and you feel that beat, it automatically, like the words just jump out at you. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened with this song, uh, South of New York Bangers. Uh, New York Bangers knew exactly what they was doing when they did that beat because as soon as I heard that beat, I said, oh, shit, I got to get this beat because this beat is perfect for me. When I say boom, bat, hip-hop, like this mm-hmm. is East Coast. Boom, bat, I mean, uh, speakers on the shoulders, Kango hat, you know, uh, 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 pop locking, got the cardboard, yeah. do kick spins yeah. and everything. Like this is... This is actually, like, this is my grandfather's favorite record. This is my dad's favorite record. My my granddad told me, he said, yo, this is a song that you can dance to. And I'm looking at him. Yes. When he first told me that, I was like, I'm not sure because I was like, I'm killing it lyrically. This is not no mm-hmm. dancing song. I'm killing it mm-hmm. lyrically. But I, I had a music review. Um, uh, uh, it was a music, it was a music review. And um, they, um, it was down in Atlanta. And it was based off of YouTube. So what happened was I got in, I happened to see like a video 
that he shared. I didn't even know he shared it, but what happened was this is when DJ Academics was going around saying that old school rappers were washed up because uh, a lot of them didn't make the money that they could have been making, like a lot of rappers okay. were making now. And you had LL Cool okay. J checking him. You had uh, MC Shan checking him. I think Russell Simmons even checked him. And I shared it. Um, I, yeah, MC Shan was actually on that guy's podcast, the guy that I'm talking to. And I shared it. And he commented, and he was like, yo, thank you for sharing the post. And I said, you know what? I'm a hip-hop artist as well, so I take what he said offensively. And so he said, you know what? Come on my podcast, uh, send me your music, and we'll see where it goes. So I was like, okay, cool. Now, at this time, I already released um, 1990-ish. 1990-ish is um, it released September 10th. So I already put it out, and I was like, let's go. I put it out. Woo! It was fire on her. Everybody was like, yo, what the? Who is this dude? Yo, this dude is fire. Like, and people were saying that they was dancing to the record, and I was like, yo, people was really dancing to this record. Me, I'm thinking I'm just spitting my head off of people actually really dancing to it. So it's a feel-good um, movement. It got a lot of bars. Um, this is where you hear the Eminem in me. I do a lot of bars, like a lot of my rhyme scales have double uh, meanings yeah. in them. So a mm-hmm. lot of them, you got to go back and listen and be like, okay, what do, you, what do you mean by that? And when I explain it to people, they be like, yo, that was ill what you just said. So I do a lot of double entendres within my bars because I'm a lyricist. So this is where the Eminem comes out of me. Um, like I said, Eminem, um, my first record that I bought was the 8 Mile soundtrack, followed up by the uh, – what was it? Followed up by the Eminem show. Then it was Get Rich or Die Trying, Beg for Mercy, and then it was on from there. And how I started rapping was the G-Unit radio mixtape and G-Unit instrumentals that I got. So I, that's how I started writing and learning how to do a construct a song. So it's like 50 learned how to write a song by being around J, uh, Jam Master J, R.I.P. J, uh, Jam Master J shot, uh, told 50 how to actually construct a song in a song format. 50 already knew how to rap, but he didn't know how to construct a song. So you go from that and then having interviews with Louis Banks, being that Louis Banks is no longer a part of G-Unit anymore, but Louis Banks saying, yo, if it wasn't for 50, uh, 50 showed me how to do, you know, how to make my songs better. I'm already a lyricist, but how to actually make a song better. So I go and I met KRS-One. I met KRS-One. That's the influence of my favorite rapper, 50 Cent. Cool J is another one of my influences. That's one of Eminem's influences. So I'm around the company, lyrically. So mm-hmm. this record is a feel-good record. It's bar-heavy. I mean, bar-heavy. If you love East Coast boom back records, something that will get you up on your feet and be like, yeah, <laughs> this is the track to listen to, man. This is real hip-hop yeah. at its best. I'm not even like bragging. I'm just saying this song right here. Woo! Yes. Damn. Yes. Somebody get the sriracha. Somebody get the hot sauce. Somebody get the adobo. The zazoom. <laughs> somebody get something because this shit is cooking. Well, I definitely want to give it to the listening audience. I don't want to disappoint you because he's most definitely not bullshit you all right this right here is 1990s you tell me what you think rap star yeah yeah it's rap star east side pittsburgh established 
February 7th, 1991. It's such a beautiful danger. <laughs> yeah.
my my favorite bar. Um, yeah, that's your favorite line. No, my, um, my my favorite my favorite line my favorite line is um watch the dance, not the saturation of a woman's crotch. Okay, now nah, I gotta go. I must have missed that one. Probably because you. Yeah, I say watch the dance, not the saturation of a woman's crotch. So like when people think of like the song by Megan Thee Stallion, wasn't it Megan Thee Stallion or who was it? Was it her? I, I, you mean WAP? Yeah. Yeah, WAP. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I say WAP. So anybody who knows who's old school, they know WAP is actually, you know, a dance move. And now you got WAP. Right. It's spelled differently, but it sounds the same. So I'm like, WAP's a dance, not the saturation of a woman's crop. Because WAP in her is W-A-P, wet-ass, you know, pussy. So right. I'll say that. And then when I say... um. Uh, all these rappers with Napoleon complexes. It's because all of these rappers have little in their name. Like Little Peep and Little This and Little That. They got Napoleon complexes, so they got, you know, the little. And then when I say, um, I say, Peep this, can you follow my linguistics? Break you fast, won't hesitate to hit a bis quick. Bis quick, yes. <laughs> Like I, I have oh and, and one of my other like, favorite wait, wait. we was like run that back no we can't run it back we're <laughs> one of one of my favorite boys was at the last end when I say your whole career on stay put kizzy uh, uh, only old school people would know this when I say career on stay put what kizzy if anybody ever watched it <laughs> the movie roots the movie roots yes. Yes. And Kuta Kente named his daughter yes. uh, Kizzy, which means stay put. Kizzy, yes. <laughs> Come on, son. I got born today. <laughs> this is what I do. Yes. Well, so we that's, are that's down it. That's, it. that's what it is. To our last couple of minutes of the show, I want to give you the opportunity to get the contact information. I, I know I gave it in the beginning of the show, but for anyone who might have mm. missed that, I want you to go ahead and get your contact information out, how they can purchase your music, if they're interested in getting you on a magazine cover, a magazine feature, on uh, show dates, tours, merch, whatever the need may be for them to get in contact with you. The floor is now yours to get all of that contact information out for them. Word. First and foremost, you can contact me on my Facebook, um, Cameron Hall. C-A-M-E-R-O-N-H-A-L-L. Um, that is my actual personal Facebook. I do have a manager. I am signed under a, a label called Beautiful Danger Entertainment with my manager, Beverly Bush. Um, you can hit her up as well if you can't get in contact with me, but uh, you can get in contact with me as well as her. Um, my music is everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, iHeartRadio, the same publications that, you know, uh, the dude before me who was speaking, I'm on those same platforms. So you can hit everything up. Remember, it's my name, R-A-P-S-C-A-R-R, one word. A lot of people, they spell, misspell my name, R-A-P-P-S-C-A-R-R. No, it's R-A-P-S-C-A-R-R. Just rap, star with one, uh, two words at the end, and they put together. Um, my Facebook fan page, rap, is uh, rap star, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam. Uh, the picture I got, like a, a Yankee fitted, 
do-rag, and I got a black hoodie with actually my Power to My People um, uh, cover on a hoodie. And I'm holding up my 90s baby chain. Yeah, I got a 90s baby chain. Um, you can also hit me up on my YouTube, Rap Store, or, uh, Rap Store a.k.a. Hurricane Cam 412. Um, you can hit me up on my TikTok where you see all uh, videos of me, you know, showing out with the fashion stuff. I, I got so many followers on there. Like, people really buy into, you know, what I got. Because the, the, the cover of Power to My People is me with a Black Panther shirt on. I got a Black Panther uh, jacket. They got the Black Panther logo, and they got Angela Davis and Huey P. Newton written on the bottom and everything, and I'm smoking a, uh, a cigar. So that's that's that. Um, my TikTok is It's Rap to the Star, I-P-S-R-A-P, the number two, T-H-E, Star, S-C-A-R-R. The same goes for um, my Instagram as well. Um, it's Rap to the Star. Twitter, Rap Star 412. Um, I also have a podcast that's every Sunday at 7 p.m. called All Talk No Filter. It's a part of Dollhouse Media Group. Um, we are going to be on vacation uh, for the holidays, but we will be back um, sometime like the 1st of January. We will be back. Um, it's crazy. It's, it's an amazing show. Um, our podcast, we talk about some crazy, crazy, interesting things. And we play indie hip-hop as well. And we do interviews. So, Girl in Motion, if you ever want to come through and, you know, tell your story, you're more than welcome to come slap. <laughs> you ain't even give me time to shout them out. I have my little notes right here ready to shout <laughs> out. Oh, no filter. Um, and Dollhouse Media Group. So I most definitely want to show them some love. Yes, most definitely you want to show them some love. People always are like, you know, yeah. um, is there, you know, is there any animosity when you have other hosts on the show, why would there be animosity? You know, it's all about uh, this this arena is is so huge. It's all about uplifting, motivating, and inspiring one another. You know, you can't be blessed if your fist is always balled up with it, you know, raising it at one another. You have to be willing to keep it wide open, ready to lift somebody else up you know, and in turn, they do the same, bring somebody else up along with them. As you receive blessings, you know, you got to reach down and pull other people up. So there's never any animosity. I'm always willing, you know, um, and that's how we talked about that in the beginning of the show. That's how you better yourself. You know, you learn from other individuals where, you know, you might be doing something on your show that somebody else is doing different on their show. You can always learn from other people. You can cross-promote as well. So I'm always ready. You know, Vero G was on the show earlier this year. Um, and so we've done some cross-promotion. Oh, so I'm always, yeah, shout-out to Veronica. I'm always willing. I was, I was, on, I was on her interview uh, not too long or not too long ago. And magazine is her publication so yeah you know i i it's like i said it's no different me going around and me being an artist and i i always promote pop might be some exactly
think we lost, oh, my guest. Well, you know what, guys? This has been an amazing show this evening. I want to say thank you so much to Rapstar for joining us here this evening. Family, when I say family, that's family right there. Make sure that you're following him. He gave all of his contact information, Twitter, Rapstar412, Facebook page, Rapstar, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam, Instagram, and TikTok. It's Rap to the Star with two R's, and the YouTube channel is Rapstar, a.k.a. Hurricane Cam412. Music is available on all digital download streaming sites, all right? Guys, no shows for the remainder of the week. We are traveling. It is Thanksgiving. So we'll see you Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Ivy Moon. And then Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Ms. Tori. All right? Until then, guys, have an amazing night. And happy Thanksgiving to you all. All right? Entertainment news daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone, yeah.